Hey y'all, welcome back to Texas Whiskey Crew. My name's Steve. I'm Nick. I'm Dave. And guess who else we have up here with us? Uh, we talk about Kevin all the time. Uh, and we finally got him on an off night where he's not playing hockey or doing some other kind of crazy shit that he does. Uh, but uh, we got Kevin remoting in tonight. Uh, why don't you go ahead and say hi, Kevin? Hi, Kevin. No. Introduce yourself, damn it. <laughs> no, no. I'm supposed to introduce myself as Kevin? Yes. Like, uh, hi. Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm Kevin. There you go. Hi, I'm Kevin. Okay, that's the uh, the glue behind the Texas whiskey. He is, crew. he is. You know, he's definitely an integral part of uh, all of us here. Uh, we make a, a hell of a team of four. Uh, but hey, man, thanks for thanks for joining us. He might uh, be one of the four. I had a great joke, but it's oh, really hell. rude. It I'm sounded like you it. had something. I had something really, really good. Good to say, but I was no. like, he's one of the four, but Steve's really three of the four. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. I was like, but I was gonna be nice, but then I just said, "Fuck it." Sorry, he's, he's not nice. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, I can handle it. You know, yeah, yeah, can. we've got Nick sitting on the floor tonight, so he doesn't get up and go in the bathroom and answer his phone. <laughs> um, but Hey, we're going to jump right into what the heck we're going to talk about. Um, the French, we are not talking about the French tonight. Um, we had a whole, uh, we had a whole slew of shit. No, uh, we're going to, we're going to go on about, but, uh, we've got Eagle rare sitting here on the bar and a whole bunch of it at that. Uh, so at some point here in a little bit, we will be getting into topic on Eagle rare. We're going to talk a little bit about the different expressions we have up there, kind of what they're doing. But, uh, first and foremost, uh, anybody got any, any thoughts on, uh, bourbon news, anything exciting happened over the last weekend? I've been out of pocket, so he's been out of pocket, but in out of pocket, he found five bottles of Eagle rare in a shelf and then immediately wants to talk about Eagle rare when he comes back home. Yeah. Cause he was yeah, so man, excited. We, we did some good hunting. You did some good hunting and found some good stuff. So well, I, I wasn't even hunting. I'm not going to mention where I was cause I don't want this store to freaking not have it, but <laughs> I was in the middle of nowhere where I was staying in uh, Colorado snowmobiling and went to the liquor store in hopes that I would maybe find a bottle of like Jack Daniels or wild Turkey or something, but Eagle rare on the shelf. And actually Kevin just happened to be with me, uh, for that venture and, uh, $35 a bottle, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kevin got to take a bottle home. Should we mention that we went back both days? Pretty sure we bought it all. We did, um, because there was no limit. And she really had no idea what the heck they had. Um, it's what it should be. I mean, it's kind of where it used to be back in, back in the day of retail, but man, I, uh, I'm not going to be sad that I drank Eagle rare for three days straight. Nope. So can't complain about that. And what? actually I'm back at it. You got six bottles and two made it back. Mm. Was it five bottles, Kevin? It was five bottles. I think there's only five bottles, but so three bottles got drank between three people over three, three days <laughs> all right a bottle a day yeah, so it's, it's not bad people, no, it's not bad at all yeah just we do a know. bottle some nights yeah you know and, and for the record i don't drink whiskey while snowmobiling it's not a good plan smart smart um but hey for that trip uh that was uh that was up in steamboat uh by the way this liquor store is not in steamboat um but we were staying outside in some direction, east, west, north, or south of there. <laughs> uh, but uh, snowmobile with our, our, our buddy Brent up there, uh, who's gracious enough to, to take me on an annual basis. But the snow in Colorado was 
freaking stupid, man. It was, it was so, so deep. You know, I lived up there a good portion of my life and saw a lot of snow, but not like that. So, um, getting, coming home from a hard day of sledding and Kevin can attest to that being sore as shit. No, uh, it was, it was nice to have a, a nice tall glass of whiskey coming back and it's certainly a good pour. It's awesome. Sore, sore is an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. We only had you up there one day. I had three days of that. Are you still hurting Kevin? Yeah. I, I, I'm impressed because, uh, Imagine wrestling a 800 pound steel box that doesn't want to go where you want it to go. I was married before this. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Nick knows exactly what you're talking exactly about. Exactly what you're talking about. He's still married, by the way. Yeah, it was to a, a different, to a different woman. <laughs> to a different woman. I don't want to get murdered. Clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a new story tomorrow morning. <laughs> Pretty sure I told right. his wife we do this podcast so she hears this. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a, you did a good job, Kevin. I mean, it, it, it's a lot of work, uh, but uh, you know, certain amount of finesse, right? You just kind of toss it around and does its thing. But neither here nor there. I, I will say I'm impressed by people who do it <clears throat> a lot and and like how hard it is to figure out how to make that thing work. And, uh, and to even do, to even like get it to go in a straight line sometimes was challenging for me, but to watch you watch the three of you guys do it, um, you, Brent and Michael, just effortlessly moving that sled around. It, it was crazy. Yeah, man. Um, and y'all had crazy amounts of deep snow. Well, what is it? I mean, it's not like we had like crazy fresh powder days, but it was deep getting back. We, we took Kevin back in the trees cause that's what we do. We like to boondock. We like to get back off the trails and. Uh, I think we were running in a good solid, you know, a couple feet in most places, um, but it was set up nicely. Uh, Kevin only got stuck one, one major stick out there and I was lost somewhere on the side of the mountain. So I don't know where he was, but I got to see the hole he was standing in after they dug him out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, that, that, that was only because I tried to follow Michael up the hill and, that's really where uh, you need to have a little bit of skill level just to turn around. And that's how I got stuck. That's right. At least you tried. I'm try- I was trying to look, um, not go off topic, but it was a really slow week for bourbon news. Um, again, the only thing that is note, and I don't remember if we talked about it last episode. We, did we talk about Justin's last time? Um, that whole BS, I think Nick may have mentioned it. I'm not sure, but I think we were going to touch on that one. The raid on Justin's. Yep. Um, we can, we don't really know all the details. Everything is course hearsay. So we have to say that first of all, starting out. Well, it's all hearsay. Um, I mean, we're just going to talk about anything that was released out there by the, you know, by the, um, they're, they're open again. They weren't, I don't think they're ever shut down. Even the, the, whatever the company is that or the, it's not a federal thing. It's like a state level. Uh, it's like a, the, the, the ABC of yeah, Texas it's the, yeah. up there. It's called something else. It's a, yeah. It's a ABC up there. I think it's just ABC. Yeah. 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 Um, alcoholic beverage commission yeah. or whatever control. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently raided it. They took all couple of cases of bottles. We don't know what, we don't know anything. We don't know how many. Um, and it has to do with their vintage license. What that is. So in Kentucky, Tennessee, and a couple other States, I don't know all of them. Those are just the two I am aware of. Um, you as a person can sell your collection to a store. A store can buy it. 
under a vintage license. Vintage is anything over two years old. Um, now what supposedly did or did not happen? I don't know. Rumors of course, flying around about everything, but we don't know the details, but it has something to do with their vintage license is what I'm hearing. Um, I've heard rumors that their vintage license has been suspended, but everything else is still okay. Um, and I know they're back open and I know like uh, all the people that have worked there, like, or are working there, like Justin's don't really work there. They're like the heads of the company, mm-hmm. but Ryan Alves and Caroline and all those people that are actually there working were there doing pours and everything else is still fine. And they're talking about old dusty bottles that they're pouring. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um what's his name? Uh, Justin Thompson He <clears throat> did an interview and I was just reading some notes that I had on it, but um, yeah. And he said, you know, as it stands right now there, they have all of their license. Nothing is, has been suspended. Okay. Um, and this was an interview he did yesterday, but um, yeah, it, it all kind of stemmed around that, that vintage mm-hmm. um, licensing and, and there was some allegations of fraud bottles, but it, it sounds like none of that's founded. Um, so, so that does um, happen a lot. It actually happened on a major website, um, Sealbox. Um, a guy bought a, I think it was a warehouse C or something. It was for a new station and they popped it open, took a sample, sent it to Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace says not ours. Oh, no and kidding. so they send that back to Sealbox. Sealbox, of course, gave the guy his money back. We're like, we don't believe this happened. We can't believe blah, blah, blah. So it has happened before. So the thing about Justin's is when you go into Justin's with a, let's say a bottle of Blanton's from like two years ago, you get secondary value on the bottle. So when they sell it, they sell it for more. So, I mean, you'll find Blanton's in there for like $400. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> That's the reason why. It's because they pay secondary pricing. Yeah, it's like the car market, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> you're going to trade in your car and you're going to get, you know, 40 grand for it. And they're going to turn around and sell it for 50. It's mm-hmm. the same idea with yep. liquor. I mean, you can't fault them for what they're doing. It is a, you know, it is a place and they were, you know, everything as far as we knew is on the up and up and it doesn't sound like it was as severe as uh, what it initially was released as. And there were, there were a bunch of people talking, talking smack out there. And, and apparently um, the complaint that was made against it happens at a lot of places but I, the fact that it came to Justin's me, I think somebody pissed off somebody's all it comes down to. I think somebody made somebody mad about something and they did it. Cause that's, that's the way it seems because a lot of places do this. Like I said, Sealbox is a major, major company. When this happened, it was in the news. It's all, you know, you can Google it right now and uh, see the whole thing about it. Well, well, I think it just goes to show that they're probably op- operating on the up and up. I mean, they're, I, they're still open for business. So. They're not yeah. shut down. And especially if none of their licenses, like I said, I had heard that one had, but if you're saying and Justin's saying that none of their licenses have been canceled, then obviously they weren't doing anything wrong because nobody's going to raid somebody, take stuff and then go, okay, you can keep doing what you're doing. Well, that doesn't happen. So the crazy part about that is, is the ABC in Kentucky isn't required to get a search warrant. They aren't required to provide any notification. They can literally just walk in the door and start confiscating things because of that certificate. That's right. At their discretion. So that doesn't necessarily mean you're guilty. If that happens to you, it just means that it sounds like you're under investigation and you're going to get arrested first before you, you know, obviously I, I say that in, um, I guess just for an example, you know, they're, they're going to bust through the door, take all this stuff. And then, yay, you're, you're innocent later. So. Well, and it sounds like one of the statutes that, that they were using had just gone into effect in 2021. And so, you know, it's possible sometimes that there's 
a little bit of lag in, in understanding all of the different rules and, and things like that. And, you know, it could have been, it sounds like it might not be as bad as it originally had, had seemed. And it only takes really one bad egg to, you know, spoil the whole freaking thing. So, um, <clears throat> but glad, glad they're, uh, you know, they're still continuing forward. Uh, I like their business model. It, did he raise his hand? No, no, Kevin did not raise his hand. So, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Y'all. No, so, I was, uh, I was just listening. Okay. So Kevin's up there. Great. Um, I was nodding my head up and down going, yeah, that sounds a lot like the food industry. It does sound yeah, a lot like the food that, industry. That's true. So, so if you guys hear a pause between Kevin talking, it's because uh, we have him remoting in and uh, he can't talk over us well, though he probably wants to uh, several occasions. So I've asked him to raise his hand when he wants to speak. Um, um, so far, he hasn't raised his hand once, but, you know, we'll, we'll hear from him here in a few minutes, I'm sure. That's you. Talk, Kevin. That's your cue. <laughs> talk? I, I, missed, I missed what you said, though. <laughs> Oh, I was talking about you raising your hand to talk. Oh, right, right. No, go ahead. Raising go, my hand. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I, as I was listening to you guys, it sounds like um, those raids, you know, those inspections happen all the time in the food industry. They don't have to have a warrant. They can show up whenever they want. They can take whatever they want. And even if they do find, find violations, they can, you know, they don't always necessarily shut you down. Really? So it sounds like a very similar situation. Hmm. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick, you know where this is from? <laughs> no clue what's going on right now. <laughs> watching, All I'm watching these guys on the screen. It looks, it looks like to me... <laughs> Dave is just pouring whiskey right into your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was um, doing the whole put the the, the Glen Carn in my palm and gotcha. ask for more. Little, so, <clears throat> you seen Oliver Twist? That's not Oliver Twist. Yeah, what is it then? It is Oliver. Is Twist. Is it Oliver Twist? Kevin, what's that? The movie. You know, can I have some more, please? You know, the little the little orphan boy. Massimo Poet, please. Yeah, oh, I think that's right. Is it? It is Oliver. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, somebody's gonna correct. You yeah, saw him, bitches. Pretty- Come on. I do have to drop a correction <laughs> statement I have made a couple weeks back about Bacconi. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get that out there. We're, we're going to toss all our mistakes out in front of everybody like I we should. So much. I got to find a video of Bacconi saying something, but I found I talked so much shit about Bacconi's loving uh, Will It Pot still. It was not Bacconi's. I admit my fault. It was Treaty Oak. And just so y'all know, Treaty Oak is doing a tasting here for a couple of months. They got a plug. New Ruffles bourbon. Um, yeah, so it was the Treaty Oak distiller who was a huge fan of Willet Pot Still and brought Willet Pot Still is what got him into whiskey. So does Balcones use a pot still like we said or no? Yes. 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 Okay. They, they actually do use a pot. So that's from Portugal. We talked yeah, about that. Yeah, man. Okay, it's in, a well, so it's in it an was, old welding shop. We were mm-hmm. accurate on everything. Yeah, everything else is yeah. great. Everything but them I liking Willet. God, I remember it being Balcones. But Dude, they, they might like Willet. So they might not be upset with that. What? Hmm? They might uh, they like might it. Like, well, it yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going I'm to find their distiller on Instagram. I'm going to message him later and be like, hey, do you like what pots do? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend, buddy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's pretty good. All right, guys. I retract my statement. <laughs> they did say it. <laughs> so, no, we do. We do like to come clean and like anything else. We're, uh, you know, we're all human. We get uh, paths crossed. I made a mistake. Yeah, it happens. It's all right. 
Yeah. I haven't had a whole bunch of Treaty Oak though, so I can't really say anything about Treaty Oak. So uh, Steve I, says his favorite. <clears throat> yeah, I've had a lot of Treaty Oak. Uh, I like the grounds up there. The place is really cool looking. If you haven't visited, go visit it. But uh, I'm going to say they came and did pourings at our place. And the girl who's doing it, who's also doing that uh, meetup for New Brothels Bourbon. And I think it's March or February. I had to look at my calendar. I'm sorry. Don't have it on top of my head. Um, but she brought in some wassail she made with it. And it was f- probably the best wassail I've ever had. For those that don't know what wassail is, it's like apple cider, but with alcohol in it. Um it's a cover up. It's phenomenal. And then she also the other day came in and brought some bread pudding she made. Oh, nice. And she used alcohol in her bread pudding recipe for the icing. It was phenomenal. So if anything else, Treaty Oak is at least good for mixing into food and other drinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't say anything bad about them because Dave and I <clears throat> had the pleasure of having them uh, next to us at a barbecue competition we were doing here in the hood. Oh, nice. Uh, they Because Josh Coot. Our, you know, our, our buddy old pal, uh, that yep. we've had in the show before the man who really delivers the meat. If you know what I'm saying, he, he does man. Meat broker for uh, a big, uh, meat firm. Yeah. I don't want to out say of, just yeah, Colorado wouldn't, we're not gonna get him in trouble, but anyhow, uh, he does know the folks at the treaty Oak and they were kind enough to bring their, they had their old square body Chevy is like an 86 or an 87. Oh, they did a great job. Yeah. They made some a nice cocktail had a couple of drinks out for the, for the event that we were doing and um, hooked us up, man. They, uh, they kept us, uh, they kept us good and warm the entire time. Yep, definitely. So, um, and hopefully we'll see them again this year and do something. We'll probably do something out at their grounds. I'm going to hang this year with y'all right now. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. Kevin actually, Kevin joined me up at Treaty Oak uh, a number of years ago. Do you remember that? Yeah. And actually that, was my very first distillery tour anywhere. Oh, awesome. Cool. Right down the road in Driven Springs. Yep. Yeah. Right next to a great place to eat called the filling station. Oh man. We got plugs all over the place. Yeah. Oh. Love the filling station, dude. Yeah. I love oh, food. It's ridiculous. I love food. I like food. Have you been there yet? No. Homespun. Homespun. No. Homespun. Driven Springs. Yeah. Has a great whiskey list. It's a little pricey, but they have a great list. How come you don't invite us to lunch, Nick? Well, I don't work up there anymore, but we can go. We have cars. Let's go. How about Friday? Oh, oh wow. Look at that. <laughs> I'm a hallway hero on Friday. So Ooh. I'll play next week. I'm yeah. available Friday. Dave can stay at the school. We'll hey, that's cool. There. Let's go. They have really good deviled eggs. Oh, man. Bacon and jalapenos on top. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't have a backseat in your car anyway. So, I mean, I got a backseat. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you sit on it. You go into the axle. That's true. You do. <laughs> I feel like I might have just gotten uninvited, but yeah. <clears throat> Dave uh, is often a. Pin cushion, but um, it's it's not our fault. And we're the pins, you know what? That's I'm right. Saying? That's right. That sounds <laughs> sharp. Is what it sounds like. It sounds sharp. Is what it does. Sharp. <laughs> um, it's, it's it's because Dave is just nice. That's yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, Dave is so. If you haven't nice figured guy. this out from all the podcasts, it's very hard to make Dave mad. And when you make Dave mad, oh, he shit. straight up just loses his shit. It, it's amusing. I mean, it's it's been entertainment for a lot of us when he just kind of falls apart. It's literally only been entertainment for for because <laughs> I've never seen Dave mad. Ke- Kevin can Kev- Kevin, Kevin can attest. There. He was there the last time it happened. When was- Dave's mad. Fish suffer. Fish do suffer. And so do the people bringing us the fish. Yeah. Dave, we don't uh, don't have to get into that. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Dave got angry and he, he bit the head off a fish at a sushi restaurant, but it was like a fried whole fish. It was weird. It was weird. And it tasted horrible. And we told you not to do it. 
And you did it anyway. Well, but then he got mad and yelled at everybody, including the waitress. It was, it was, a, it was a thing. It was, it was definitely a thing. It was a rare moment that I lost my cool a little bit. So Dave gets mad once every six years. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Mm, I think Nick gets mad more often. He just hides it. Oh no. If you watch me stream, I get mad every day. <laughs> well, that's just when you're, you're shooting stuff on the, on the Twitch, whatever. Call of duty. Here yep. you go. If I'm playing call yep. of duty. Yeah. It's don't, don't watch me. If you, if you got kids, don't let them watch. Yeah. If you got kids, <laughs> don't let them listen to this. Yeah, no, no kids allowed on the podcast or listening to the podcast. Yeah, we don't exactly say the most edited type information. Eh, you know, that's all right. I will say, though, the last edit that I did last week, <laughs> not one bad word, the whole thing. No, we said lots of bad words last week. What was last week? The one I was doing the said, it's got the, your favorite no, no. video. What was... Really? That. The edited video had no curse words? Not the video. The, I mean, the podcast? The pod- wow. I personally yeah, I said seven. I, not drink last I said seven <laughs> curse words myself. <laughs> well, we did cut a little piece out of there just in case we didn't have to. Uh, oh, when I was raging because you gave me a bad microphone? Well, no, that wasn't recorded. I mean, I didn't send that to Kevin. But, okay. Um, you should have. Could no, you were cuts. you were playing a song. We cut it out. No, Kevin cut it out. Yeah, so Said I can't that, have it. There might have been curse words in there, but um, by Nick, that's a good point. Well, there was a whole section where uh, there was a threat of never coming on the podcast again. <laughs> that would have been Nick. sounds like Steve. Sounds like Steve. No, no, there no. Was <laughs> call out, there was a call out of the bluff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. about. Something having juice. I'm, I'm oh, sure. don't start. Yeah. <laughs> something, Kevin, Kevin you're, you're still my favorite, but don't start. <laughs> Many things have juice. So, yeah, like grapes. Yeah, definitely. And, and corn. And corn has juice. <laughs> oh, sh- uh, what? Nope. We're going to make. Yeah, don't be inappropriate. <laughs> we're. Not a family friendly, but no, we're not, but we we're, family we're, we're, we're good. We people. love families. Yeah. We love families, but we we're, we're, we're good people. Yep. So yeah, it's just our wives never let us out of the house when they do. No, it's just, just Robbie. That, that's Robbie. That's not us. He was actually testing. He's texting me. He's like, what are y'all talking about tonight? I said, Eagle Rear. He goes, oh, sure. Invite me on Elijah Craig night, but not Eagle Rear <laughs> You tell him if he's allowed to leave the house after That's dark. That's what I told him. We'll, I was like, we'll it's past 5 whatever. p.m., bro. You can't leave the house. Let's see what I got first. Robbie, if you're listening, you are invited any night we do the podcast and you are welcome. He's like, I don't have anything going on tonight. I was like, come on. And then he goes, I am Batman. And y'all know that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, that's fine. Like Dave said, Robbie, show up. You're here once. We muted you the whole damn night. Next time we won't. Probably the best podcast anybody's ever listened to. It was. It was silent. (laughs) Just the fact that Robbie wasn't allowed to talk is what I'm talking about. All of us. (laughs) Dave, Danny, Robbie, we all stood up there silent. Well, you know, maybe we were just trying our hands in silent video or or interpretive dance. No. I'm not doing interpretive dance. I do still have the video, so, you know, we can put it out there if we have to. Probably dub something to Oh, my it. God. We should totally, you know what? We'll get you, me, and uh, Kevin to dub over for Steve and everything. Now, it would be hilarious. Kevin, you might have been more sober any time during one of these podcasts where you were listening to them or editing them, but um, didn't we have something last time Danny was on where we were going to have a contest where to put that video out there and have somebody dub it? We did something, but I think we're losing people here because uh previous episode, I'm not sure how many far, you know, how many episodes back we, we threw some more bottles out there and nobody's, nobody's picked up. up. So a, a friend reached out to me 
And he did comment on the video and everything, and no one ever responded to him. So he doesn't know if y'all saw it or not. Which video? The the very first one I was on. He did? Mm-hmm. That's funny. I, yeah, I didn't get I didn't get notification. Yeah, he messaged me, and he responded. I said, was it the same? He goes, yes. I literally went back to watch all the videos. I found the very first one. All right. If he found it, you can go and call him out. I'll, I'll get him. Yeah, I'm going to look at his name right now. Yeah, all he right. messaged me. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take care of him, as we said. It was Chris. Chris? Yeah, we're going to leave it as is Chris since we don't know if he wants to be on the... Uh, because you had said no one's claimed it. And he goes, also tell your boys they're wrong. I claimed the Easter egg from last week's podcast. I said, did you post it in the correct video? He goes, I did. I posted the first video you ever appeared oh. on, special guest. There it is. I was here. Hashtag Basil Hayden's. Oh, damn. Go. All right. All right, Chris. Whoever you are, Nick knows who you are. We're going to get you. We're he gonna get may you or may stuff. not have been the one who got me the whistle pig. Oh, man. All right, buddy. We got you covered. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the support. And that was just last week, wasn't it? I don't know. No, I think it was. Well, well, we've done we've done two versions of uh, Easter egg kind of well, in the at the end of, well, Jesse, the end of the- Jesse got the bottle of Glens. Mm-hmm. What was this okay. one? Do you remember what this one was? Yeah, it was a couple of Glens, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it was two Glens. Um, but even in the one episode where we gave away the Glens, there's another Easter egg in that one. Yeah, there is. So. If you can figure that out, um, there's, well, you might be past your time, but you know what the hell, if you comment on it, we'll, we'll still honor it. I think maybe I give deadlines for all this stuff. I'm pretty hardcore. (laughs) Pretty hardcore. (laughs) Just listen to the podcast. Words that go so well together. Steve and hardcore. No, they do. I've got it (laughs) tattooed in English script on my chest. It's like old English, old English. English? No, just English. That's not even just the best thing I've ever heard. Nope, just English. <laughs> Holy shit, that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Old English? Nope, just English. <laughs> I think we might have to change the cover photo for the uh, Oh my god, we'll get so Crusher's body, put Steve's head on it, and just in English. <laughs> yeah, just in English, put hardcore across Steve's chest. It's just like regular block lettering, and it looks like you just write like the computer types. Oh my god, that's just like Times that. New Roman, just so you know. <laughs> Not all of us know that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I was going to say I usually you, use Ariel. I mean, he- oh, Ariel. I use Geneva, uh-huh. so <laughs> at least Geneva mine convention? at least mine was a font. <laughs> well, you know, what's for, everybody's for favorite? What's everybody's favorite? Nerd, yeah, what is I it? use Helvetic. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go with the good one. Oh. Wingdings. 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 Oh, Wingdings is the best. What the hell's a wingding? <laughs> we have just podcast. We have just show you. Yeah, it's literally you type voice. letters out and it's just yeah, it's just all Somebody the. It's like emojis before emojis were emojis. We it's just wingdings completely nerded out on our podcast. I didn't. Yeah. Well, a few of us might have, but I'm still trying to figure out. That's probably what Nick sounded like that one night of said podcast. You know, he was speaking in winding. Yes. <laughs> I've not watched it. I need to get drunk and then listen to it. It was awesome. You don't need to be drunk. It was, it was a good yeah, show. It was good. Drunk. Um, why don't we talk about Eagle Rare for a minute? Right, let's uh, do it. Why, why are we going to talk about Eagle Rare? Well, I don't know. We're like 22 minutes into this thing and we haven't, we, we talked about it for just a second. So, um, actually, that's weird. Shoot. He just What's asked, up? he just asked to be uh to be invited to the Facebook group. Who did? Kristen. Literally just oh. this second. Are no. we live? Yeah. What's going on right now? What the no. hell is happening? Can you do live podcasts? <laughs> yeah. Kevin. We can. we can if we want to. We just have to set it up in advance. Yeah, we, we talked about it. We are going to do one just to see because a lot of people 
including all the people I work with are all wanting to come in and like chat live with us. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be fun. I don't know if fun's the word I'd use, but it's going to be, it's uh, going to be something. It's going to be something. Hey, for the record, Nick brought me another bottle of stag junior up there. So (laughs) unopened, unopened, unopened bottle, but wait till the next episode when we have everybody on (laughs) and Nick gets drunk and pops open a bottle. of. I bet we pour, we we see him pour both bottles in his mouth at the same time. Yeah, it could happen. It definitely could. As I told him in the past, he can open whatever bottle he wants. Um, you know, let's all just talk right now. Don't ever open someone's bottles and don't offer your bottles someone else's bottles. It's just not PC. No, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely not. not PC. It's and why, rude. why we're on that before we're like jumping all over that. Don't go to somebody's house that you don't know and ask to drink their best stuff. Period. If yeah. they offer, it's one thing. Yeah. For sure. Don't ask for sure. And sure as hell. Don't just go up and open a bottle. <laughs> I mean, you Even know, if you know them, no, I mean Nick, the, the four of us, if any of y'all are at my house, open anything you want. It's, it's all free game. But if you barely know somebody or you're invited over as a guest and you just walk over and start opening shit up, then you're kind of an asshole. So I'm going to tell you what me and Robbie were going to do to you. You guys are, mm. it was going to be so good. So a certain person also bought a queen bottle, but ended up not wanting it. So there's an extra queen bottle. So me and Robbie were going to buy it and we were going to switch it out without you knowing and hide your bottle. And then I was gonna be like, Hey, and just open your bottle just oh, to see your reaction. Freaking epic. The only reason why I didn't want to is because that's the one time I guarantee you, cause Steve's saving that bottle for a very special day. That's the one time he'll be like, I never fucking liked you anyways. Like he would just go off and I would feel freaking so knock bad. you out. I would feel so bad. I couldn't do it. But me and Robbie had talked about actually doing that. So, one so <laughs> let, let me correct you on how that response would have went. <laughs> As I've said before, I don't know how how many folks out there saw the saw the lineup I had on my birthday that Nick brought over to my house for me to drink. There's not a bottle on my shelf that couldn't be opened to make up for the opportunity to try all of those. So literally, I would have looked at him and be like, well, shit, I guess I hope it lasts for the next three years. So <laughs> I hope I get to have a pour of it you know, when I wanted to. But. It was good. I honestly, I don't think I'd be that upset. I liked it a lot. I would drink it now. I'm just, you know, it's one of those. It's like, oh, this is pretty good. Might as well save it for a little bit. But the problem is you save it for that. That that damn thing's 157 proof it's or something. So hot. 155. So how much you, I mean, really, how much can you sit there and drink? It's not like Eagle Rare. Where you ball could, chugging it. Yeah, you could drink half the bottle and not have a problem, but yeah. that shit, you're going to have three glasses. You're just going to be like Nick, Nick was at the, you know, the, oh, the last episode there. I mean, here we go. I'll be in the bathroom answering phone calls during the podcast. Hey, we got a, a shout out. Uh, we did. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to internally give you shit for it because it was my favorite part of the show. I'm like, oh shit. Nick well, just got up into the bathroom. going on. And I mean, that whole episode even started epically with you halfway across the room yelling your name and then you disappear into the bathroom and like nobody really knew what was going on. So it was pretty good. I was told by one of our listeners out there that he enjoyed my conversation about wine during the episode. So who knows? Maybe we'll talk about wine again sometime. No, absolutely. Well, if we I mean, do, I mean, honestly, that's one of those things that we should probably definitely get Lauren in on. She's um, the one I was talking to about it. Yeah, she's she knows wine, man. And she got me. As a matter of fact, she uh, as a thank you for having her on the podcast, she gave Steve a bottle of wine. Oh, nice. So, Sweet. Yeah. Nick drank it too. I did not. I gave it to you. He opened Stop it in the it. car. Huh? You didn't give it to me. I gave it to you. Nope. I literally delivered it to you on that one day when we yeah, downstairs. 
I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's Rattlesnake. I, I literally gave it to you. <laughs> no, you texted me, told me she had one for me. Yes, I did. And then I gave it to you like that. I have a bottle of wine downstairs yeah, somewhere? Somewhere. Where? I t- it was on your kitchen counter somewhere. I imagine you have more than one bottle of wine downstairs. Oh, yeah, but, yeah sure. but most of it I made and it's kind of, you know. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin said his really is being good. quiet. He didn't raise his hand. Raise your hand, Kevin. Go. My wine, my wine is fine, actually. The stuff that we made, it, it's still good. Do you feel like maybe you have a taste bud issue or what's going on? No, I don't know that it's a palate issue. I think it's a temperature issue. Like, how, like yours probably went through a lot more temperature change than mine did. Mine, mine stayed here, so. Hmm. It's very possible. Um, and it also could be just because maybe, you know, we were in the bottom in the sediment and the few bottles I opened weren't good. I can tell you already, I know yeah. the problem is. Kevin's was made with love. Oh. Well, he made mine too, so what the hell did you do to it? <laughs> he loved his a little bit more. <laughs> and he was in charge of storing. I mean, we were all there for the pressing and all that part of it in the he distribution. your bit. bottles to surround his balls to make sure his balls will stay clean. We, we, even, we even bottled the same time using the same filter and everything. So mm. I don't know. Your yeah. bottles just had an extra trip through Colorado, Oklahoma, Texas. Hell. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Texas um, in the summer. So maybe Terry licked every bottle that is your bottle. That would be something that Terry would likely do. Did um, you pay extra for that or is that part of the deal? I think it's part of it. No, but, uh, you know, honestly, maybe I just need to open more bottles and see what happens. And we almost talked about Eagle Rare before we get to 30 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, we uh, we probably should circle back and uh, talk about what we're going to talk about today. Hey, we're talking about Eagle Rare tonight, everybody. We are, we are. Three expressions. Sazerac slash Buffalo Trace. But do we know where it came from before Sazerac? Oh, is there a before Saz? There sure is. Do you know Tell how, me more, Steve. Do you know how long Eagle Rare has been around? Uh, at least a year or two. Mm, a year or two. <laughs> Actually, one. Hopefully at least years. 10. <laughs> one year longer more than I've been alive. Year. Holy shit, really? That's a long time. That's right. That's from like 1908. And 1975 was when it was introduced to the market. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Familiar name Charles Beam. Oh, was uh, was the distiller, the master distiller behind all this, and and the creator of it. And this was brought out um, at a time when the whiskey bourbon market was starting to transition um, during the. In the late seventies, into the eighties, and even into the nineties, uh, the younger people that were buying alcohol were starting to try to change what they're doing to get away from the the old timer drinks, the drinks of their parents. So a lot of you know neutral grain spirits like uh, vodka and things like that were becoming the norm. Stuff being mixed, so bourbon and whiskey really took a hard hit during those times. So kind of crazy to bring something out that would be considered a little higher end at the time. And they say that this was brought out um, to kind of be a, you know, not a direct competitor to wild Turkey, which uh, wild Turkey uh, one-on-one is an eight year. Is that correct, Nick? Yes. So making Eagle rare tenure, uh, you know, just maybe a little, little bit of a banter back and forth, but uh, the Eagle rare made it through all the way to, I believe 92, and was uh, distilled. Gosh, I got to remember, but I know I know for a long period of time it was in, it was at Heaven Hill, and then Sazerac came in and bought everything and changed everything over, and they were they continued it uh, with Buffalo Trace. Okay, um, but 
All their bottles, uh, they've stayed pretty much consistent through the years. They're all a little bit different. Um, they do have a very stringent quality control process that goes through to keep uh, taste and consistency, and consistency the same. So the palate's very similar. But I think every bottle has a, a little different tone to it. I mean, that's like most. Um, using uh, Buffalo Traces is a match bill number one. Yeah, uh, it's undisclosed through Buffalo Trace, but everybody believes it is match bill number one, which is... They think a low rye, lower than 10% rye. Also using a number four char, which is an alligator char in the barrel. There's um, alligators in it? No, no. It's just, it looks like alligator skin, Nick. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... Uh, the I think, bottle change that happened last year. Yep. Oh, nope. yeah. The whole 10-year age There's statement. There's two things they changed. One was the age statement. What was the other thing? Ooh, they took off single barrel. They had to for because legal it's not reasons. longer hand done. They now do it on a bottling, bottling line. Yep. And so legally there is a chance that some whiskey will get into like one or two of the bottles from the previous, from the previous from batch, how yeah. it flows. So legally they had to take out single barrel. Interesting. I didn't yep. know that. Yeah. Dave, well, do you know uh, how many expressions they have? Um, four. No, three. And what are they? Um, there's I don't no, know. No, no, there's, no two of, there's two of them here. Two of them are here. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. So there's just the regular 10 year, the regular, the regular, the regular, the regular 10 year, the, was it 17 year, 17 year, B-tac, 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 Buffalo and Trace, then, antique collection. And then the double one, eagle? the one, no, it's double Eagle. Very, very rare. Very rare. And it's aged 20 years. So and it's in the refrigerated area at Buffalo Trace. Ask me how I know. Cause I touched it. <laughs> I had my hand on a barrel and there's very few of those of barrels double Eagle. Very rare. And they MSRP for 2,500. Um, but you can see them on secondary. Originally it was around 15 to 20,000. They have gone down a little bit to around 12, $13,000. You know, and I thought that maybe it'd be the decanter they were in, though it has a very cool crystal Eagle on the top of it, but I thought and it- inside it, yeah, it is, so it's a really cool decanter, but I, I, I was watching a video of it being made a while ago. It was phenomenal. Is it something special, though, other than... It's just regular glass, but they hand blow it. It's all done by hand. It's amazing um, how they make it and everything is very cool. Um, the The glass, just because of what it is, goes for almost $1,000 Wow, empty. Yeah. It's insane. So tell me something, Nick. You're, you know, you're a connoisseur. Um, you drink all of the good stuff. Uh, we do have BTAC. Uh, Eagle Rare 17 here tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had the pleasure of that. Thank you. Uh, what? So we're talking about uh, the very rare being a 20 year. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the, we're only three years difference on the aging process. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's that much noticeable? Is it going to be that I'm noticeable? Sure the difference is um, they age it differently. They age it differently than they the regular Eagle Rares age differently. So the fact that they keep the double Eagle very rare in a I'm sure they move them around probably too, but when it's in the fridge, they keep the fridge at 48 degrees, 49 degrees, something like that. So very, very little changes at that below 40 degrees. There's nothing happening. That's right. The wood and the, the juice. So what's the idea behind that? If you're not going to get the, I wish I know. I I don't, I don't know. I mean, the thing had a damn lock on it. He had to open the lock for us to go into there. Like it's not, nobody can just walk in. Um, it's a pretty big deal. They had other stuff in there too. I'm sure. Um, they had some OFC stuff in there that was like experimental only stuff like that. It was some cool stuff. Um, but I don't know why I'm not gonna pretend like I know. Um, maybe that makes it to where it's not as woody and oaky 
by keeping it in there, it's like less is being done. So although it's aged for 20 years, it might not taste like it's aged for 20 years. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I feel could. like it would. I mean, it's hard to beat that 17. Oh, hell yeah. That stuff drinks so good. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do a little more digging into that one. As far as that expression goes, that's one of the few that we don't have, uh, sitting around on the shelf, you know, but I mean, it's just not sitting out here hanging out with us. I mean, no, that one's a little, little hard to come by, I think. But yeah, like Nick said, these, uh, these new bottles have 10 year on the front and it used to always be on the back label mm-hmm. or on the neck on the neck. Yeah. Um, it's honestly, we have a couple of different iterations. We, we do have just the regular Eagle rare. And we also have a whole bunch of different store picks from different stores, trying different things. Um, they're all really good. They're all different. It's interesting that, I mean, you know, we're talking about the quality control and everything. They are all, all the store picks are very, very different. Yep. Um, and they are different types of store picks. That's what we have to remember too. Some are the single barrel select program and others were single barrel select, but just given. So there's different ones. So some people got a choice to go and taste or I, I don't think you can get samples. I think you go up there and try it. Um, but one of the picks in particular was just told, Hey, Hey, we have a bottle, a barrel of uh where do you want it? Yes or no. There was no, Hey, you want to try it and see if you like it. I think so, there's only one answer to that. Yeah. I mean, who's gonna say yes. to that? Yeah. no one's going to be like, I mean, even if it's horrible, like how many people can say I have the worst Eagle we're ever made. So, I mean, I think no matter what, someone's going to take it. So very cool, cool story behind that one. Yeah, and that kind of brings me to the next, uh, next piece of the equation on that. So the guy that we were, my buddy up there, Brent, that we were with snowmobiling, um, he didn't have any idea why Kevin and I were so excited to see this Eagle rare, <laughs> uh, you know, just kind of like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Um, and I don't, you know, around here anymore, most everywhere you go, you're going to, people are going to know what it is, but you know, don't, uh, don't sell yourself short when you're out there in these smaller towns, um, take a look for it. Now, you know, if you haven't had it, uh, it, it's, really really good i mean it's it never disappoints i'm never i'm never upset when i get it i mean you've got one up there that's a a store pick that's pretty oaky mm-hmm. um not necessarily fit for my palate but it's still good yeah, you know good. i'd still drink yeah. it no i thought it was really good yeah. um obviously i like it a little bit more oaky but um it's one of the few that i could really say is like Arizona. you know people well, you no know, shut up um it like really people talk about a daily drinker and, and, you know, we try so many things and we have so many different things on our shelves to sit there and say that it's, you know, that really could be my daily drinker. I mean, it, it is at any time if I needed something or if I'm at a restaurant, Did I hear a mouse. I heard something. I heard a mouse. Um, <laughs> what was that? So I got <laughs> a bunch of comedians around here and um, trying to make me laugh while we're doing this, but thank God it's not being broadcast. Um, no, it really is. No matter where you're at, if you're at a restaurant or something like that, you can always grab a glass of it. It's going to drink very nice. Um, Most of the time you you'll enjoy. find it for pretty cheap too. I mean, I mean even if you have red hair, you can still drink it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ginger approved. <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies <clears throat> to all the redheads and, um, well, I suppose Dave too, but um, they're all my family, you know, we're all really, yeah, you are. You're like Aspen trees. You're just Every, all connected to the everyone. same damn root. <laughs> I don't know what to say. To that. I don't know what to say with that. And I know exactly what he's talking about. Mm. Oh, I will, I will say, I have to agree with Dave. Like this, 
this one has become a very easy daily drinker for me. Um, every time I see it, I want it. I want it. It's actually something my wife has had, and she doesn't like bourbon at all. It's very approachable for her, um, which is great. I like that approachable piece of it. No, I don't know that we use that very often. No, but that, and you know, it's kind of one of those bottles that gets not a bad rap, but so many people are hunting for it and especially different parts of the world. I mean, it's something that's, I would say readily available around us, but um, you know, some of those things kind of get a bad rap that people think they're hype or whatever, but um, no, it's, it's worth it. It really is a, a nice bottle. So if you find it, if you haven't had it, definitely pick one up. I would just tell you, don't pay too much for it. You know, I've seen it. I was in, where the hell was I? West Virginia. Um, hundred bucks probably. Oh, and like a 179 for what? Uh, for what we have up here on the shelf. Holy Jesus Christ. And That's a lot here. You can find it for secondary about hundred bucks. When I say secondary, I mean at most stores, if they have it on a shelf <clears throat> and it's easily defined, easy to yeah. find, it's going to be about 179. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't pay <clears throat> I wouldn't pay that. I pay more than 65, I think. I wouldn't pay more than 50. I mean, it's a great bottle. If you've never had one, I mean, if you if 100 bucks ain't going to hurt you, do it, but just realize that you're getting screwed. I mean, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a $50 bottle, yeah. but no, I guess, max, man. But bring that up, I mean, it it certainly does fall within the allocated realm. Oh, it, it, it is because it's, it's not one that you can just be a liquor store and you can just call up well, and say, Hey, I want know. a zillion bottles more. We don't know with everything happening now with the whole SAS thing. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that's what we've always been told. Maybe it's not true. You know, oh, hell I'm not going to bitch if it just you know? becomes something I can I go buy. Whenever, yeah. And then with, again, Buffalo trace put like $2 billion or $4 billion into like expansion. Yeah. So, I mean, expansion means they're going to produce more. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, they can produce a shit ton of Buffalo trace, and then now what? Okay, well, they need to produce something else. So why not you rare? You know, something else. It's a cheap, I think it's like a 30, I think $35 bottle um, is, is pretty much retail. I think 40 is MSRP. I don't know. I think we were I think, buying. I, I think, think 32, 35. Okay, okay. Is where I was say, we were buying it for that cheap up in the mountains. I think we charged 38 or something like that. It's a little bit more expensive at our store. But I mean, 38 is still. No, it's a, it's a steal. I mean, you buy it, yeah. like you see it. And normally they tell you, you can just have one. I mean, yeah. and the reason why it's not because we're, you know, of course, yes, flippers, stuff like that too, but it's mainly because we want everybody to get a chance to buy one. Like there's a lot of people that have never had it before for real. Yeah. You know, and then there's other people where they post four online that they're selling right now. Um, so it does happen. Um, <laughs> but well, and we do, we actually know people that use that, that are not used, but that have so much Eagle rare, they actually set it up and use it for a box spring base in their house or, you know, set it on their kids' shelves. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard about that too. Yeah. <coughs> so, <clears throat> oh, shot, Robbie. How you sorry doing, about that, Robbie, but <clears throat> um, no, Robbie does have a lot of Eagle rare. Oh yeah, he does. Um, and you know, hopefully, uh, you know, if we ever can't find it, you know, He's, he's banking on that becoming a thing. Did my mic cut out, Dave? No. It better not I think have. you moved your head. Are you sure? I'm uh, 100% sure. Oh, speaking on all that note of talking uh, shit about people and all that, which would, you know, probably shouldn't, but uh, in our last episode, uh, we happened to go off on a bit of a tangent about what we think of people that buy and sell in secondary. And... I want to <laughs> jump out there because we had one particular gentleman that was no. wor- worried that we were talking about him and we were he actually not. actually added me on Facebook and I was like, nah, man, you're good. He's a, he's a good dude. <laughs> um, I'm not going to reference him. Again, but I'm I don't have re- a problem. We talked about this. We'll do yes. it one time. We'll end it. 
I don't have a problem with people selling on secondary. That's, you know, you do what you want to do. I'm not going to stop you. I have no problem with that, but don't come in and be like, Oh my God, I've never had this before. And like, <coughs> just be honest. Like, I mean, I don't care. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I don't have a problem with it, but don't lie to me. <laughs> Agreed. So I think what you're saying, Nick, is the root of that is don't try to get a favor from someone under false pretenses and then just turn the hell around and flip it, flip it. Yeah. You know, if you, if you say that this is my favorite bottle, I've been looking for it forever and you're so excited and somebody does you a favor and sells it to you. And then you turn around the next day and sell it. You're yeah. a prick. That's all. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. So anyway, we're off that. We went off on that last week, but I wanted to clarify, um, for any of you out there that listen to us and think that's we we're talking about one of you were not, I, t- I promise you the guy that the, the guy that did that is, does not listen to us. I'm certain of it. Yeah, definitely not. No. Cause if so, he'd take all his posts down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that being said, so if you could have an Eagle rare, I mean, it's Mashville one. So I guess if you found a Mashville one with a higher proof, you'd be like, blah, blah, blah. But if you could have a 10 year old Buffalo trace, Mashville one that has not been proofed down. I wonder what that would taste like. Freaking amazing. Yeah. It'd be pretty amazing. I'm trying to remember what all is Mashville one benchmark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, mm. you, you guys just sit there and not give me anything. You look at me like I'm nuts. No, I was reflecting back on some benchmark, but, um, I like benchmark. It's is all charter. Cheaper. Okay, stag is. So that's kind of close. Kevin, you got your hand up. No, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't have my hand up, but oh, I've not had benchmark, so I could, I couldn't tell you. I'm, I'm learning. Some of their stuff's more actually more. really good. I think uh, I like their their uh, their bonded was good. Their bonded was very good. Um, was that the that, that we did on the one of our blind tastings? Which one? The benchmark. You and I did an episode on that. Did we have their full proof up there? I can't remember. That's why I was asking. So top floors apparently the really good one. This is, is this the cheapest one too. I know. It's um, like seventeen bucks. A lot of people that seems to win for their their blind line. tasting. Um, the high proof is good. It's just it's really weird how it's one hundred and twenty five proof, but it falls a little flat. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I got uh, Josh a bottle of that top floor, but I didn't, I didn't get an opportunity to try it. Uh, you've had it, though? Yeah, I have all the whole lineup. We could do a whole blind one day if you want to. Yeah, we should probably blind. We'll have to get a shit ton of Glens, but yeah, we could definitely <laughs> blind it. 37 Glens, it'll be as bad as the stag one. That was First a, of all, that was rough. I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I mean, we had so many Glens up here trying to do blinds and get it all lined up. And there were only three of us having taste. It just, it was a, a whole mess of glasses. That's the same night we were hoping to bottle of stag. No, it was a different no, night. Was a different no, night. different night. We opened several bottles of stag that night. Uh, that was, that was when Kevin was actually here on, on oh, location that's right. for that that's night. Right. I'm, I'm 90% sure I had to take him to the airport at like three in the morning. It was, it was rough right after that one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even sure you really slept. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a long night. <laughs> we had so much to drink that day, the, the whole day. True. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember what was happening that, that day. Much. We maybe played golf or something. I don't know. 
Not sure. I don't either. Whoa, Nick's making faces over there. Because we've been drinking Eagle this whole time. I wanted to change it up. So I grabbed some Elijah Craig. I literally taste like I'm eating peanut shells off the floor at fucking Roadhouse. <laughs> Holy hell. That's a, I love Elijah Craig, but goddamn. That's a big jump to make. I mean, it's... Peanut know. shells on the floor at Roadhouse? No, just a <laughs> big jump from Eagle Rare Eagle to Rare. Elijah Craig. Dude, you haven't a, lived until you've got into the booth and picked up peanut shells at Roadhouse and ate them. I'm pretty sure I've lived. Right. I'm also pretty sure I have probably eaten peanut shells off of the floor at Roadhouse, but um, not peanut shells, but peanuts. And <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just have to pick up a peanut shell, I guess. <laughs> None of us have ever done that, Dave. <laughs> not eating peanut shells. No. Not off the floor. Come on now. Hey, if you drop it and you just reach down and pick it back up, it's all right. No, it's in a shell. It's not going to hurt anything. No. Yeah, but you got to suck the salt off first, man. <laughs> no. Yes, that's the whole reason. And I know everybody's hands have probably been in that bowl, but I don't care. You got to suck the salt off the peanut. I agree with you. I, you know, boiled, boiled peanuts, have you had them? Yes. You've had them. Honey roasted. No, boiled. No, boiled. Kevin, you ever had boiled peanuts? Yeah. I said peanuts. Yeah, make sure you enunciate <laughs> a little bit Whoa. clearer. <laughs> <laughs> peanuts that's, that's getting put into a short I see what you did there you're setting me up now i'm not setting you up for anything it's a southern thing they do it a lot in florida um these guys will boil peanuts and they sell them in paper bags uh side the yeah. room yeah i mean and you eat the whole thing shell, shell and all i mean they're fantastic but i agree i like the salt on the shell but you know my very first experience with boiled peanuts was um i believe in florida yep. and uh we were at the beach, whatever we were hanging out. It was a nice little resort beach. And this guy is just running around in a little dinghy kind of in the beach area. And we were in a little cove. And uh, so the waves weren't too bad or anything. And he's just driving around in his little, I mean, it was a little inflatable raft with a like 15 horse motor on the back of it and just selling peanuts. And people were losing their ever loving minds to go over there and track this guy down and get boiled peanuts. So that's not all he had on that boat. Possibly not. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to accuse anybody of being a drug dealer, but um, he was definitely. I'm I'm impressed. Dave, you made it pretty far into that story before it went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're we're actually very nice people. Qualified. We know what we're doing. Same the first time. Did you say nice people? Yeah. We're nice people. I feel like I'm very nice. It's okay to feel that way sometimes. I do all the time. Yeah. Some of us might differ, but only one. <laughs> but hey, you get your hand up, Dave. Our <laughs> 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 oh. new thing. You want to talk, you raise your hand, damn it. That's right. Or else we're just going to talk over you. Yeah, we won't do that. No. Uh, was there anything we missed about Eagle Rare that we wanted the, uh, now I cut out the general public to know? No, what's the proof on the regular 10 year? 90. 90, yep. 95, I think. 90. 90. So, no, just that was a little, the only thing we didn't really touch on, but. Um, well, it used to be higher. You know that, right? I didn't know that. They cut that down to 90. Yeah. What was it before? I think it was a hundred and yeah, like I said, it was a direct kind yeah. of a direct correlation. They used to have really badass decanters and shit too. Like, yep. um, I think Robbie actually has the whole set. Of, I'm not even joking. He has the whole set of the Eagle Rare decanters. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. He saw somebody posted and he was like, can I get those? And the guy sold it to him. Hell yeah. yeah. Robbie, send us a picture of all the decanters. I think he has sent me one actually. We were talking about it a while back. <clears throat> I'll look at it. He sends me all kinds of pictures. Some that are appropriate, some that aren't. 
Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to go with that. I'm going <laughs> to leave it alone and uh, go on to something better. So Nick brought over, speaking of Buffalo Trace, brought over this other bottle. Um, oh, yeah. We should talk about that. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it, but. I haven't no. tried it yet. Well, you should definitely oh, you give should it a definitely shot. Try it. Right. Kevin, we could pour some on the phone up there. You'd, you know, get a rough idea. Well, y'all talk a little bit. I'm going to go pour a glass. Well, Kevin's it. not talking to us. I don't know what his problem is. Up there. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to imagine how I would experience you pouring bourbon over the phone. Well, you'd probably there see might be some the smokes. image would be skewed and, you know, maybe take a drink of something is else and we'll give you tasting uh, notes. I think it's, oh, it's over there. Yeah. Yep. Dave, hand, hand Nick that bottle, please. Well, he's going to pour some from himself. Well, first. Drink, just drink it straight from the bottle. We know people do that. <laughs> are, are, are we going to tell the fans at home what the bottle is? <laughs> We're going to get there sooner or later, eventually. <clears throat> no, I think Nick's going to tell us about so this bottle I got since a, he brought it. a friend it. who sent me. He's like, hey, do you want one of these? I've never seen one before in my entire life. And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, I guess retail was $45. I paid 90 for it. Um, Buffalo Trace did some experimental series between 2011 and 2015, I believe. Um, they did 192 different ones. They released them every three months. Hey, Nick, different one. throw that bottle of 17 over here. I'm not going to throw it, but I'll hand it to Dave, who's walking around being your bottle f- or bartender. bartender for the night. Nah, I, I um, my bottle, bitch. But it's called the Buffalo Trace Single Oak Project. Um, I guess he got it last year. I didn't ask where he got it from, but um, he was kind enough to send it to me and I paid him what he paid for. He paid 94. Um, but yeah, it was $45 retail. Originally when they came out there, three, seven fives. Um, this was number 35 out of 192, I believe. Um, after they got done doing all these, they actually found out number 80 was the most amazing thing they've ever made. Um, so much so that they stopped the single Oak project. That's 80. No, that's 35. 80 was the most amazing one ever. Um, they stopped the project and they are making a whole thing starting to come out in 2025, which is just batch 80. That's all they're doing. So so it actually is going to be a release coming out. So where did batch 35 rate? They, um, they, I've never seen anybody rate any of the other ones. Um, I had a, 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 Review on a guy online who had four of them. Yeah, it's very, the aftertaste is very weird. It takes like, uh, it tastes like sucking on a popsicle stick um, that's been <laughs> soaked in bourbon. My no. mouth just immediately got dry when you said that. <laughs> no, I can't handle um, that either. So the guy who had, he had four of these and he reviewed them. And out of the four, this was his favorite. This is batch 35. He said, rich and creamy, loads of caramel coffee, dark chocolate. You're wrong. Would have come- bad tasters. Okay, hold on. Not you, him. What, I, I know, not me. I'm amazing. He said, <laughs> what comes along in the finish and the whole affair offers a wonderful balance. Again, I don't agree. Um, a they favorite and a surprise. We guess it was rye-based. They do know for a fact it was a weeder. It was 125 entry proof. They had two entry proofs, 125 and 105. It was a 125 entry proof. This one had level six seasoning, wood ricks, number four char, 17 growth rings per inch, 43 stays per barrel, top half of the tree. <laughs> Like that's how in detail they went. So all these different projects, they use top half of the tree, lower half of the tree. How many rings were per? All right, Steve, thanks for that <laughs> fucking visual image. I'm ever going to get out of my head. Yeah, it's burned in forever. Um, 
Yeah, different chars. They did all these different things. And apparently Batch 80 was just mind-blowingly awesome. And so they stopped after they got to 192. I don't know if they had planned only 192. I don't know. I don't know how that worked. But they realized 80 was the best. So starting in 2025, the single Oak project is just going to be number 80 revisited again and again and again. If you could see Dave's face over here. It's not, it's not yeah. bad. Dave's being, no. Dave, Dave likes Garrison Brothers. Let's get that out of the way again. We have to say this every episode. <laughs> it's kind of like our little hashtag at the bottom. There's going to be a little star next to anything he tastes. And it's going to be like, this man likes Garrison Brothers. <laughs> no, it is. It's so, not it good. Is diff- it is not good at all. Okay. It's not um, bad. It's not bad. It's not I'll, bad. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. It's now, not. I'm going to finish this Elijah Craig. I guarantee he's going to be better than what I do. No, and I mean, it's not brimstone bad. It resembles more of a scotch to me, and it even tastes more peaty. No, it tastes like moss. That's peaty. Yeah. Peaty is moss. Oh, peat moss, right. But no, 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 this tastes like a different moss. (laughs) Wasn't that a football player? (laughs) No, that was Pete. No, that was a baseball player. Um, Pete. uh, Randy Moss. Randy Moss. There you go. No, it, I get a I get a very peaty nose. No, see, um, I think Scotch is peaty. That's a little more like green moss, like yeah, it's young moss. Yeah, no, moss. I, young moss might be a good way to put it. Um, that should be your rapper name, Dave. Young moss. Young moss. <laughs> DJ, <laughs> D, what was his DJ name earlier? <laughs> DJ Ginger <laughs> Dave or something like that. Um, oh yeah. No, it. I get where they they throw the creamy in there because I'm trying to think of something that you can kind of relate what this nose gives off. Like if you rub dirt and butter and ate it. Well, it's funny that you bring up butter cause it is kind of a buttery moss. Yeah. You know, and I'm, this is going to be way off on my normal tasting notes, but it almost is like drawn butter. Like you would dip your lobster in. Um, the finish on it is kind of creamy that way, but really not a, not a good finish in, in my opinion. It is, it is unusual to say the best. So I'm being dramatic about it for the most part, but it wasn't, what? it wasn't terrible. It just, it not, it did have some interesting undertones to it. Um, very, very oaky kind of, like I said, mossy, young moss, almost like algae flavored, you know, the palate is actually, that. the palate's really good. It's the finish. I the think finish that is, is very, very off putting. Yeah, I like the uh, nose like, a lot. It, it smells like, good. It, it is very, it's weird. It's not like leathery. No, it's like a young wood. I don't know how else to explain it. Young wood. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I in this conversation that I'm hearing right now, I'm wondering if I'm supposed to take a drink every time I hear the word moss or wood. <laughs> oh my god! We'll start out. We'll start out like a pre thing before the podcast. Be like, hey, every time you hear moss, tonight's drinking game is going to be this. <laughs> um. Oh, we yeah. mute, oh, I forgot. We muted Steve like an hour ago. I'm not <laughs> muted. I'm still here. I was sitting back listening and pointing and waiting for Kevin to raise his hand. I am going to drink out of the bottle because my glass is still full. You drinking BTAC out of the bottle? Oh, no, not BTAC. Put, put that on Instagram. Come on. It's not BTAC. Let's see what you think now. I'm going to watch his face as he drinks this thing straight out of the bottle. Maybe it's better that way. <laughs> I think, oh, that, I thought you were drinking the BTAC. No, it's not. It's, it's not, way it's more mossy out of the bottle. It's not. It's actually a lot less prevalent after the Elijah Craig. Like you can't even taste well, the. Elijah, Elijah is a really uh, tough. It's nutty. That, that's a big ass nutty flavored. It's very nutty. Um, I'd be curious if we drink that yeah, down a little bit. I kind of fucked it up because it's. Well, now it's open. We'll let it sit for a week or two. And we'll revisit it and see how it comes out. Well, and after not 
like, you know, neck pours have a tendency to, to really have a, a variation in flavor and, and be a little harsher at times. So maybe as that gets down, gets a little oxygen to it, it might be a little different. Did you talk about uh, the whole, like the in-depth detail on the wood that they were using on that thing? Cause they were pretty serious on the, yeah, they, the growth ring, yeah. they, it was 17 growth rings oh, you did. per That's inch. Right. And yeah, I mean, it, so the whole point of that process was to find something out. And so they, noted and documented everything like if it was the top half of the tree the bottom half of the tree how many growth rings how many staves were actually put to make the barrel like everything so crazy like artisan style like this is like very you know i guess very uh if you want to geek out into the whole wood aspects of what it does to bourbon and what they're doing with it i mean that you know that takes it to a whole new level we know a lot of these cooperages and you know, master distillers and that get together and change up how they do stuff. We know makers changes up alternate staves on different things. And but makers is so makers is different than most people though. Makers only makes one thing. They only make their regular makers. That's it. Yep. They add the staves after. Oh, they soaking them, right? Mm -hmm. So when you go to makers, you grab, you get five samples for tasters. You get one with 10 staves of each set. So 10 of this one, 10 of this one, 10 of this one, 10 of this one. There's five main woods. And then you're like, well, I like this one, but I really like this one too. And so they blend it half and half. You're like, okay, that's too much. And then they did, they, that's how they figure out your blend. It's crazy how they do that. It's crazy. It is interesting. It's complete science. You know, you're literally saying, okay, you need 10% of this one, 12% of this one, do that out of staves. Right. You need two staves here. You need four staves here. You need six here or whatever it is to make 10. Obviously six, four and two does not make 10, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I think we've, uh, We've got a Cooperage not too far up in uh, maybe North Texas I mean, or maybe even in, uh, maybe we can grab one of the guys from Kentucky, but that'd be fun to have one of those guys on the show sometime. Yeah, but there is a big one and it is, I believe, just south of Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, I'd like to, you know, talk to these guys that make these barrels too. You know? Oh, I got you. The actual, yeah. it's not Kevin, right? Where's Cooper's. Kevin Cooperage? Um, that one's in Kentucky, isn't it? It's yeah. the biggest one. But I don't know. Kevin, what do you got to say about that? About Cooperages? Yeah. That is badass. Uh, well, I find oh, this yes. process really pretty cool. I mean, I've watched a few things online, on, on the line, as they say. Um, it's, a, it's a cool art. I mean, it's definitely an art. I don't think anybody can deny that. But well, I watched a Mega Barrel at the Bourbon Fest in Kentucky, uh, and this gentleman that was out there, Literally, he had staves, just raw staves and rings. He made an entire barrel assembled. Uh, I want to say it took him about a couple minutes, maybe four four minutes or so, which That's is insane. pretty freaking impressive. From yeah, taking it's not just throwing a couple of things together. You have to get different sizes because oh, they have yeah. to all equal out. It's yeah. a whole freaking thing, man. That's impressive. Massive talent. No, that'd be fun yeah, to do, it, do an it, episode on staves. And yeah, it's pretty cool how accurate you do have to be because if you get it wrong it doesn't work they leak they they don't fall apart yep yeah it's like that one time i tried to put a small shirt on you leaked and you fell apart <laughs> no it just didn't oh work it didn't God. fit <laughs> you i did buy i did buy a whole bunch of those days and cut them up and use them in a cooking application one time but uh like in your stove or your air fryer or what no, what I was doing is uh, we were smoking salmon on it. Oh, so, oh yeah. 
you were uh, taking raw salmon sides and and uh, and basically smoking the saves from a wine barrel, um, good. and uh, and using that to smoke the fish. Oh, I see. And then we on that save, like that section of save, and it was a it's a really cool presentation. You can really, and you could really just smell the oak coming off of that. Probably because it was oak. That's an excellent observation. I'm just saying. No, that's a, that's a really cool application to use. There's so many things that people do with staves and, and the, just the different ways they can apply different crafts to it. Mm-hmm. Shoot, we, um, we took some staves and I bought them off of a, of a guy that was local. And I don't know where they're from, but I mean, they smelled like bourbon. They were definitely bourbon staves. Uh, had the char and everything. And we sanded them down just a little bit. So all the black wouldn't keep falling off because it was getting all over everything. Sanded it down enough. Then we coated them with epoxy. We cut a slit into them. And that way you could hold cigar and then we cut a ring in it and it held a glass. We made little cigar and whiskey holders. Yep. We did that for like gifts and stuff. That's pretty cool. Nope. I mean, there's so many things you can do, man. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. It's cool. Furniture. There's a guy in green over here that makes furniture. Well, we got Canyon barrel works mm-hmm. here local too. Yeah, I mean, definitely. they're not cheap. They did that one right behind you. The, the bar over there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know his chairs are like 600 bucks. Ouch. They're, they're expensive. Yeah. That thing was expensive. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. He does good work. He does. Uh, if you need any barrel craft done, Chris Bond, Kenyon Barrel Works, uh, good dude. Don't think he listens to us, but hey. We'll if you do, Chris, anyway. thank you. Yep. We appreciate you. Um, I We've probably about maxed this one out, haven't we? Yeah. <clears throat> Are we going to give away anything that's not um, crazy this episode? Give a bottle. <laughs> we got a bottle of B-Tech. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anything you can think of we can give away? We can give away t-shirts. Yeah, we got one of the Hanes t-shirts. How about that? There we go. Um, what are we, Kevin? Now, why don't you decide what our Easter egg is going to be? And uh, for those that have won stuff already, you can't be two-time winners in the same six-month period. Yeah. Got to give her a so you have to like, how do you want, how do you want to like, what, what are we just giving away? Well, just well, tell them what to say. We're, we're going to give away a t-shirt. So we're going to give away a oh, Texas whiskey right, crew right, t-shirt. Right. Um, so just go ahead and pick, uh, usually we, we like to pick something on YouTube. Um, or I mean, Instagram's probably fine too. Um, but YouTube was an easier format. And, uh, unless we, we missed it. Let's well, yeah, yeah we could do. <laughs> and we, we seem to be able to monitor the, not monitor, but we catch the notifications on the Instagram a lot, a little bit quicker. Why don't, we're going to post some pictures of this Eagle rare lineup that we have. So why don't we get somebody to comment on that? And Kevin, why don't you go ahead and pick what they need to comment? What are they going to say? Well, I think if, uh, I think if they say the magic drinking word game that we talked about earlier, Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember. So if you were listening, uh, he's going to leave it at that. It's going to make it a little harder. So um, pop on that uh, on that Instagram post and say the magic drinking game word. Um, and how about right after that, just say I won. So we know you're the uh, was it Chupacabra. It wasn't Chupacabra, no. but. That can, I, w- can I win? That would. That not a thing? No, it's that, not That a would thing. be nice if it was Chupacabra. Chupacabra. We will do Chupacabra at some point. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, right. here's the thing. If you say what Chupacabra means, that'd be even better. You get you get double points. Double points. Yeah. 
We're not even giving points away. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm doing about a point here? system. <laughs> got a whole point system going Nick's on got in his my own, head. Nick's got his own game going in his head over here. But um, yeah, so you you comment the uh, the magic drinking game word and... I don't even remember it. <laughs> Kevin, let we'll, us know what it is. We'll fill you yeah, in later. <laughs> no, I know what it is. I know exactly I know, what he's... Yeah. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's talking yeah, about... If, if, when you we're, it, if you made it this far and you listened all the way through, you know... <laughs> You know what the magic trick is. Yep, yep, you do. I think we could uh, sweeten the pot just a little bit. Um, okay, with the shirt, I will hand deliver a sample of something. That there sucks you if you live out of state. Yeah, you know, I like to travel. <laughs> Nick's going to jump on a plane. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick. Here's your shirt. We will get you a sample of something. And you only have to put them up for the night. Well, we could uh, we could offer somebody a sample of that uh, fine juice you're drinking over there. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Something different. Yeah. So we got a little too. Well, send them a sample of like the Eagle Rare 17. Just be nice too. Oh, see, that's really huge. So maybe <laughs> maybe we should throw another comment in there for that one. Hmm. What are you? Thinking? Well, for that one, I think I'll comment. Oh, Kevin, oh. you can't participate. Kevin, I'm going to send you the complete oh. BTAC lineup later on. Oh, I damn! I got you. I'll get your address. All right. I mean, hand deliver it. All right. So they have to comment the word for the drinking game. And <gasps> if you <Caca>. also. <laughs> if you. It was Bacock, wasn't it's, it? Yeah. No, it's, we're not. Stop it. We're not bringing that up again. We're going to make something else. What is it? What does an eagle say? I can't do that hmm. noise. Really? You're trying to do a chicken noise for an no, eagle? No, we're not doing chicken. Caca. No, I said caca. Like a. Like a <laughs> what kind of bird does that? <laughs> it's like a. Oh, my God. So hey. bird noises by Nick will be a new uh, endeavor. <laughs> I'm leaving Texas Whiskey Crew and I'm Dave's starting bird noises by Nick. You need the sound. Did you guys ever watch this? I'm going to date myself a little bit, but I'm sure Steve's seen it. I'm sure Kevin has. But. He dated himself a lot in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I don't even know why I come out on this fucking podcast. Um, you, the, the fucking movie, was it Beastmaster? <laughs> oh yeah there he's yeah. screeching at his eagle to get it come land on him or whatever um all right there you go so you can hashtag beastmaster and you'll get oh, shit there you go so find the magic word and uh hashtag beastmaster and uh what did they have to drink a game no. and beastmaster because <clears throat> he makes the sound that an eagle makes and i am not going to try and do it on microphone right now <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um so you got to say the the magic drinking game word and what hashtag Beastmaster? You don't Beastmaster. say both. You can do one or the other. If you do both, then awesome, good for you. But so if they do one or the other, they're gonna get they'll a get shirt. one or the other. They'll get a shirt or they'll get that. Or okay. if they do both, then good for them. They if get you both. do both, you get both. Yeah, yeah. So pay attention. I mean, honestly, we've been rattling on about crap for like an hour and fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. So probably time to. Uh, I think Kevin only talked for like six minutes. It is kind of hard in this aspect. It, it really is. That's uh, six more minutes than I normally talk. Though. That's true. Well, and I think next time it won't be as much of a big deal. You're not really cutting out anybody if you talk over them. Um, what happens is I think when you talk, we go to look up at the phone and that causes a little bit like I just did there. That causes a little bit of. Can you do that one more time? Something like that. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I like how his hand was at the base of the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> this, this has gone downhill in a hurry. Um, just like every podcast, just like every video. Every yep. time it's the same song and dance. 
Both of you so, are like, why do we invite Dick over? Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? He said Dick. He did I said say Nick. Dick. <laughs> I said Nick. You said Dick. Nick is a dick, but I said Nick. <laughs> so on that, I think, um, you know, Kevin, thanks for joining us. And, and we'll make sure we get you in on a few more of these. We, we've got the technology figured out and got that going. And you can build him better. There we go. And, you know, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for, for spending an hour and what, 20 something minutes with us. Not but, yet. Fifteen. Um, all right, hour and fifteen minutes. So, so now for we're just gonna up sit here us. and not do anything for the next five minutes. We, we, we might. We actually might film something. It's hard to say what the hell we're gonna do after this. But um, Kevin, do you want to leave us with any kind of profound wisdom or closing statements or uh, you know anything you can take home or make somebody's life better? I mean, you got any great words here for us? <laughs> so so many. Uh, if you haven't seen Beastmaster, <laughs> go out and watch it. Or don't. Do you really like Beastmaster? I mean, we're going to go down this road. Well, I mean, honestly, it's kind of a geeky Conan version or Conan the Barbarian movie. Like, do you remember when all those movies came out with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, all those fantasy? Yep. Yeah, like, Dolph Lundgren and all those guys. Yep. Like Crawl and you remember oh, that one? I do. I remember that one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we've lost Nick here, but. Yeah, Nick is sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I just made a good deal on a bottle. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. One that y'all both want. Oh. Mm. oh. Well, we're going to be watching Beastmaster, so. While drinking said bottle. Okay. There you go. What else you got? Anything, Kevin? Or we're going to we're gonna wrap this thing up. No, just thanks for, uh, I'm happy that I got a chance to uh, be part of the conversation this time, so. Well, it's certainly just that won't be the last, man. We appreciate you coming on. No, we'll make it work. We'll, we'll fit it in between hockey or whatever. Plus, we need an adult in this group, and you're the closest thing we got. You're a good moderator. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of sad. I don't know. Earlier, <laughs> I, we're looking at him on video, and I thought he might have laughed out of himself out of his chair. I thought he was going to fall out, but, <laughs> you know. That'll happen. All right. Somebody flick their glass. Oh, I will. So, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, y'all have a good night. Cheers. Good night. Cheers, Cheers guys.